you're never going to bring anything into the presence of God that God doesn't already know about. He already knows. He's already aware. What God wants, though, is to hear it from you. Welcome to the One Cry Podcast, a nationwide call for spiritual awakening. The goal, accelerating the movement of God through sharing revival truth, stories, and reports. And now, your hosts, Bill Eliff and Kyle Reno. Well, welcome to the One Cry Podcast. I'm Bill Eliff, and this is my trusty sidekick, <laughs> partner Kyle, in crime, <laughs> Kyle Reno, the old uh, catcher from way back. Yeah. And uh, we are so glad to have you today. We are excited about this series Absolutely. we're in called All Prayer. And we're just looking at all kinds of different prayers right. so that we can we can get better yeah. at this deal of crying out to the Lord, and particularly crying out for yeah. revival and spiritual awakening. Yeah. And he's not trying to confuse us. Like that's the yeah. that guy's not in this like weird game where like let me see how complicated I yeah. can make this. <laughs> you know, things can be complicated. Yeah. I, I swing sets. Oh boy. I mean, you know, I, I <laughs> it's a data eight right here. I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm just telling you, I, I've put together three or four of those. Mm. They are excruciating. Yeah, and and I remember the first time I, uh, I put together a swing set, and man, I was just, I was just dying, uh-huh. and I was doing it by myself, uh-huh. and I was putting all this, and I got through, and they're about about thirty nuts and bolts missing. <laughs> no, no extra. Oh boy. And I thought, where were those supposed to go? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I could just see my kids on the first uh, run at that swing, just flying out in the stratosphere. But uh, some things are complicated, but prayer is not one of them. Yeah, and it's really not. You think I did a, a little, um, oh, what do they call them, Bill, uh, Power Wheels thing this last oh, year. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was looking at the instructions, mm-hmm. and I thought, the, the man who made this, a couple things. One, he's not a dad. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah not a dad. And two, he hates them. Yeah, he hates fathers. <laughs> he, exactly. Because he made this way, way too complicated. And yeah. one of the things that I appreciate most about the Lord is he's not like that. That's right. That he he's not intending to confuse us or try to make this complicated. And so I mean, really the title of this of this podcast would be uh, simple praying. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a good old boy from Alabama, so anytime <laughs> you can simplify anything, I'm all for it. But I, the, honestly, man, I'm I'm 41, so 20 something years into the faith, and and 20 years into doing ministry now. And the more I learn about the Lord, and the more my theology grows and my biblical literacy grows, the more I realize that the Lord really intended to make this simple. He's not trying to confuse us. He really wants us to understand what life with him's like. That's true in the gospel. When when Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, no one comes to the Father except through me, he's saying, hey, this, this is pretty simple. This is pretty simple. What it, what it looks like to come into saving relationship is this. When Jesus later says to those that are following, following it, if you love me, you'll obey me. What he's trying to say is like, hey, this is pretty simple. If we're walking in relationship, then you're going to walk out what I want for you. I'm going to teach you how to follow me. And I think the same is true as it pertains to prayer. God never intended it for it to be complicated. He intended it for, to, for it to be conversational. Sons and daughters coming to the Father, having a, a conversation. I think Jesus illustrates this. I love how Jesus approaches prayer in the Scripture. 
he he could if anyone could have blown us away with like all the deep aspects and intricacies of prayer, it'd have been Jesus. If anyone could have had the most robust theology about prayer, it could have been Jesus. Blew our mind. If he could have just left us sitting there going, now what does he mean by that? But instead, Jesus made it real, real simple. He says in Matthew 6, verses 7 and 8, And when you pray, first, (laughs) this is that moment where I think that Jesus is assuming something. Like on the other side of a saving faith in my work on your behalf, surely we're going to keep this conversation going. I think Jesus is looking at every future follower of Christ in this moment saying, listen, on the other side of your first prayer, like when you cry out to me to save you, surely we're going to keep talking. Uh, We understand this in every relationship. Every relationship knows when they're going to talk. I mean, the thing about dating relationships, I remember Katie was at the University of Mobile and I was actually here in, in Arkansas. Let me tell you what we knew. We knew when we would talk every day. We knew, I knew her class schedules. She knew my work rhythms. We, we knew what was going on in each other's lives every night. We knew when we would talk to each other before each other went to bed. Right, we knew morning schedules. All that. We knew when we were going to talk. Matter of fact, every good marriage knows when they're going to talk to their spouse. They don't guess at it. They don't just leave it open to just the the way the day goes. No, we're going to give some intentional time. Every good dad, every good mom knows when they're going to talk to their kids, when they're going to lean. They're going to take moments as they come along the way, but they're also going to have rhythms in their life when they'll talk to the kids. So I'm going to probably ask you the most important question somebody's going to ask you today. When do you pray? Like that, that in the Christian life and in the community of faith, that should really be a conversation, a question that we should ask. So, man, when do you pray? Ma'am, when do you pray? Friend, like when do you meet with the God of the universe? If you ask me that, I know when I pray. By God's grace and growing in my relationship, I start praying when my eyes open. I, I learned that from a lot of godly men, one sitting right up here on the other side of the table. I'm learning still to engage God as soon as my eyes open. Good morning, Lord. Like, hey, I I just want you to know, I know that we're in relationship. I know when I step into the shower every day, (laughs) some ways that I'm going to pray, some ways I'm going to engage God and full armor of God, the fullness of the Spirit, fruit of the Spirit in my life. Pray for my kids, my wife, my name. I know the chair I'm going to sit in. In that morning time, in ways I'm going to engage God in prayer. I, I know for us and for our staff, we have a spiritual rhythm here. Uh, I know the hour I'm going to give to God to pray. I know what it's going to look like for me to engage Him in my relationship. So here, here's just a question for you. Like, when do you pray on Mondays? When do you pray on Tuesdays? When do you, when do you pray on weekends? Like, you don't take a break from the Lord our God. So if you'll answer that it'll help you answer other questions. If you can answer when you pray, then you can learn, as Jesus tells us, how you'll pray. (laughs) He says in the next part of this verse, so he says, when you pray, don't do this. Do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they'll be heard for their many words. Let me tell you what the Gentiles, and I, I think this is so true about religion in any age. Religion uh, knows phrases, but they don't know prayer. 
Uh, Religion knows how to say stuff. Unfortunately, they don't know how to actually get to God. Phrases don't get us to God. The finished work of Jesus made access for us to get to God. What, What religion does is sort of creates your own God. And it creates this false sense of, of, I'm going to say certain things so I can check that box, but it's not actually coming close to him. I think Jesus is teaching them about the way to pray, even in the way not to. (laughs) What the Lord is in saying, hey, this ain't it. He's also saying the opposite of that is. It's not about all the phrases. It's about a real conversation. It's about really leaning in and starting to talk. Empty phrases, obviously a bunch of them, fill the air, but they don't actually ex- help us experience the presence of God. I, I, one of the saddest things I've ever been a part of is, is sitting in circles and realizing we've said a lot, but we haven't got to Him. I, I, I can't tell you how many times I have to stop myself, even in my personal prayer times, to say, Hey, Lord. I'm going to actually start talking to you now because I've just been talking. I haven't really engaged you in a real conversation. And, and he says in this, for they think they will be heard for their many words. The Gentiles in religion has this weird ulterior motive. It's like they're praying to impress people, like praying to, to show off their own spirituality. But prayer at its very best is conversational at its core. It's like, I don't care if anybody ever knows that we're talking. Me and you know we're talking. We're here for, I'm here for you. And then Jesus says in verse 8, anytime the, the Lord says, do not, we need to take notice of that. He says, do not be like them. Do not be like them. So you see when you pray, how you pray, but then he's going to show us real prayer, though, you know who you're praying to. You know who you're praying to. For your father, listen to this, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. I love that the Lord says, hey, don't be like that, but I do want you to understand this. Don't be like that. It's not just a negative. Let me tell you something that will help you understand what prayer is. I remember, we, we got, I think I shared this story before, but it changed me. It shaped me. We had uh, the church I served at before here. We, we got a group of intercessors together. And uh, Bill, you've done this before. And we got some people that I knew loved God and were w- walked with him. And we were going to have some intercessors in the midst of our Sunday gatherings that would get in a room and pray, specifically during the message time. And, and so we got in the room that first time. I got them together. They all love the Lord. And I'm telling you, for the first 15 minutes, we prayed to each other. It was like every, every good prayer phrase you'd ever prayed before, it's like you repeated it. You know, like we were trying to almost impress one another in our, in our praying. And uh, we went back and forth. And I just, it felt hollow, and I was just as guilty as anyone. And I was thinking to myself, this is not what I was hoping for. And then one Harry Callahan, uh, I, I had my eyes open, threw his head back, was sitting there and had big tears coming down the side of his face. And he simply said, Father. And I'm telling you, the whole room changed. The whole, everybody in that room almost went like, yep, we're, we're there now. We're, we're actually talking to him. And he prayed this most simple, sincere prayer, and stuff started happening. 
stuff started happening. I, I just encourage us as we think about our personal prayer life, you're never going to bring anything into the presence of God that God doesn't already know about. He already knows. He's already aware. What God wants, though, is to hear it from you. That's, the, that's, that's called relationship. He's totally sovereignly aware of every need, everything we need hope in, everything we need direction, provision, everything that we need breakthrough. But the Father loves having these conversations. He loves having these moments with his sons and daughters to talk about things. So here's, here's my encouragement to you. When do you pray? This is simplified. That's bull prayer down. When do you pray? How do you pray when you get there? Do you just put some words up in the air and sort of string some sentences together or is it from your heart to him? And when you get there, remember who you're praying to. Like this is, this is your father who actually cares about, about what you've got going on in your life. And he wants to hear it from you, from you. And if we'll come with that mindset, that the simplicity of that, it'll shape our whole prayer lives. You know, Kyle, uh, I remember a quote by, I believe it was by Ari Torrey, and he said, most praying that people do is not really praying to God. Mm. He said, we walk in and we start rattling things off wow. and we're not even aware of God's presence. Wow. And there's there's something about this simple prayer, just mm-hmm. like you and I would have a simple right. conversation. Rosalind Rinker said, a real prayer is simply a conversation between two people who love each other. Yeah, that's great. And just just relax, but but also focus on who you're talking to yeah. and enter into his presence and and then just talk friend to friend. Yeah. Uh, anybody can do this, mm-hmm. whether you're a five-year-old That's or right. a 50-year-old theologian. That's right. Uh, Jesus is not impressed. He just wants a conversation. That's right. And, and when we ever realize that mm-hmm. and, and the exquisite privilege we have <laughs> to come into the presence of the king That's without right. having to have any uh, great ability right. except just to lay out our heart and talk right. to him. Everything changes. Well, we want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wonder right where you are right now, whether you're in a car or you're listening in your home, uh, would you just simply pray Amen. with us right now? And and I wonder, Kyle, if we could bow together and yeah. just just for a moment before Kyle and I pray, yeah. would you just look to the Father right now? He's here in the throne room. And he said we could come and just tell him for just a moment right now how much you love him. And Father, we're so honored to be able just to walk right into your presence any moment because of Jesus Christ through whom we have gained an introduction by faith into this grace in which we now stand. Thank you that you made it so simple. Thank you that we don't have to be uh, uh, some great theologian to understand how to pray. And Lord, teach us to pray simply, but teach us to simply pray. And and we'll be so grateful, Lord. Yeah, Lord, I agree that. And I, I ask for myself, for Bill, for all of our uh, listeners here today, 
that you would teach us what it's really like to be able to throw our head back and just say, Abba, Mm. to say, Father, Father, and to talk about real stuff, to say, hey, Lord, I'm hurting right here. Or I, I need some real help right here. Or we need some hope right here. God, would you please move in this? Would you please do something over there? So God, I, I pray that we would get past all the plastic religious stuff and that you'd find your sons and daughters entering in through the blood of Jesus and asking you to do what only you can. So God, help us to pray. Uh, Lord, in such a way that things actually are changed. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, I couldn't help but think when you were talking about Mr. Callahan that I had a guy like that in Mm -hmm. the church. I pastored an old man, Mm -hmm. and he would begin every—I never heard him pray that he didn't begin this way. Now, Lord. And when he said it, it's like they're on on first-name basis. (laughs) Yes, right. (laughs) <laughs> he just picked up a conversation. He just picked up where yeah. he was. He mm-hmm. he had been all day long, yeah. and uh, I hope that's your experience yeah. as you listen today, and that that you'll just begin to simply pray. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks again for being with us. Stay with us in these next broadcasts as we look at all prayer, that's all right. different kinds of prayer, and uh, it will help you become a better man or woman of prayer. And uh, join us next time. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>